Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. What's up, folks? Uh, we are here in Red Bank, New Jersey, Epic Financial Strategies. So many different things are happening as we are getting into the holiday season. Um, we just got some recent news about FTX. Sam Bankman-Fried, by the way. Um, really, really crazy information there. I think that the way that whole thing went down when money was borrowed from one of his businesses, which was the head fund to the other business, and and, and, and the markets did what they did. And all those people lost all that money. Very sad. Happens a lot. I've seen it in the past. Um, we'll see it again. And it goes down to sober thinking. It goes down to, to proper planning within and amongst asset classes. It goes down to understanding your financial mosaic. A mosaic is a big picture. What does all your money look like? Mm. What are the 18, 20 different asset classes? And, and the truth is, um, whether it's me, whether it's my partner, Eddie Gardner. That's going on, brother. Um, or you, everybody needs a team around them, right? Whether it was the Rockefellers, Schwabs, uh, Vanderbilts, you need a team and the right hand needs to speak to the left hand. And we understand that it's hard to create a team. We could always help you with that. At the end of the video, go ahead and uh, click the link below and, and either set up a time to talk about it or ask any questions. But with that, Ed, what are we going to get into today so, so we could really kind of paint yeah. a good picture for these So folks? today, the topic is really helping people maximize their wealth through uh, personal finance and wealth management. Okay, so maximize their wealth yeah. through personal finance, wealth management. Really, yeah. what I'm hearing when you say that, I'm hearing that it's important to understand, ready, the advantages and disadvantages of all of the financial products that are out there today. Yeah. Now- once you have that education, then it comes down to you're single, you're married, what kind of business you're in. The core or common denominator is how much money you're going to save on a monthly basis. If you're at 10% right now, you want to get to 20. And I'm not, I'm not including what you're doing in a 401k there. That's that's that this is beyond that, right? Because you want to have a balance on um tax strategies as well. But with that being said, what I hear what you're saying there, it comes down to really understanding these advantages and disadvantages. Yeah. Within those advantages and disadvantages, how do you maximize your opportunities to always have liquidity, leverage, and control? Yep. So when economic winter comes, you can take advantage of opportunities, like right now where everything's on sale. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because these are highly searched and people want to know about this stuff right they want so to know say highly searched what does yeah. that mean dude? so like if you're going into google or youtube like here you might end up on a video about personal finance because you want to understand hey what can i do and i think it's interesting that in today's marketplace with the you know, a lot of people who have been young savers, right? They got a job out of college. They're doing a 401k. They've just seen a market increase until this year yeah. when the market fell. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. And now people are like, wait, what, this doesn't just go straight up. You know, so it's interesting that now these these things are really being looked at. And so, you know, if, if you could get into a little bit about, you know, the idea of who can they turn to? Yeah for help because if you if we look at the tv 
and all the advertisement that they're getting. And if they've been watching CNBC, you know, they get all of this information. You talk about noise and confusion. Mm. Um, wh- who should they turn to? Who should they be looking for advice from? You know, it's funny because you just talked about TV commercials, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is which is commercials that somebody pays for to be able to have those commercials. Yes. So I want you to think about that. When you see a commercial, there's big money behind those commercials. Whether you see a commercial about Schwab, creative planning, whether you see a commercial about Fidelity or... Sam Bankman Freed, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, on his commercial, which I'm sure cost more money than a typical Fidelity commercial, he had not only Steph Curry, one of the goats, mm. uh, he had Tom Brady, the greatest goat from a football perspective. He had Larry David, I'm sure in his industry is a goat. And um, they were there promoting the platform FTX. Okay. How much money did that commercial cost to reach the public and then the public then because of that advertising put money into that yeah. platform yeah that eventually went to zero overnight Whew. i mean that's the world we all live in every that's crazy. single day you know if you look at your phone tv uh listen to the radio friends family billboards we are being hit with advertisement and somebody trying to sell us a lot every day so the question is and to eddie's question is how do you balance out a strategy and understand the chaos from a true understanding of what a financial plan really looks like. And I think that it comes down to what is your core values? Yeah. What is your relationship with money? How do you feel when you receive money? Do you hate it so much that you can't wait to spend it? (laughs) Or do you deploy it as Roman soldiers or stealth ninjas that can give you a return back and have your money work in perpetuity? Yeah. Now, if you're not doing the second, it's gonna require deep training um, if you are, congratulations, how do we make it better? But if you're stuck in the, in the in the world of the first part, where it's just that you get it, you hate it so much, you spend it, let's talk about why. Let's figure out a strategy. And listen, myself and Ed, we are not fiduciaries, right? We are on the insurance business planning side. Fiduciaries are very important if they are aligned with your core beliefs, if they line you up with other financial professionals that is tied to your core beliefs, and if they're there every month, every quarter, going over their portion of the overall strategy, in other words, you don't want to give them all your money, but if they're managing money, you want to make sure that that relationship is tight because they're very valuable. Because right now, people that had a million dollars, let's say, with a fiduciary money manager, when the market was down 30%, they may have been down less Yeah, if it was properly you know, diversify within and amongst asset classes, 18 different asset yeah. classes. Yeah. If it wasn't, that's a different story. But I'm pretty sure if you have a fiduciary, they weren't telling you to put all your money into to Bitcoin. They weren't telling you to put all your money into crypto and, and obviously FTC. Um, so so the fiduciary is very important, provided that fiduciary, because some of them don't do it. Matter of fact, I know a fiduciary that is just going to say, yeah, no, put all your insurance inside of a trust. Why? 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 Articulate why. Or um, not do proper planning when it comes to asset diversification. Right. And just go look to get that tax write-off without looking at the benefits of how those trusts could hurt the family. Yeah. Right? But then there's other fiduciaries that work with accountants. They work with attorneys. 
Um, they work with insurance agents and they work with anyone else in your, in your world that can make your world better. And what it sounds like is the people need to look for something that's a collaborative practice, right? Like people that want to work together and are willing to work for the benefit of the client, not just be in their knowingness of, of whatever silo they're in. So what if there's a client that, that works with a fractional family office? Yep. And that fractional family office, do they have the ability to work with the other professionals for the client that's not in it, or is there a conflict there? I think that depends on the the, the advisor that that's you know in that family office, right? There there should naturally be no conflict if you're paying a fee based person to devise a plan for you. Um, they should be willing to sit down and talk with all your professionals, have an open and honest discussion around all the different things that you've been talking about. Because all too often, you know, we, we talk about this, people buy different products from different people for different reasons, right? Like you have a 401k at work, you got that because somebody told you you should have the 401k or Absolutely. contribute to it. So, you know, when you think about those things, and how all those pieces start to fit together, like you said, your financial mosaic, somebody should be gathering all those people together and having them work so together. So if you're, if, if I'm a client, I have a fractional family office, do they reach out to the other financial professionals to get an understanding of the overall plan? Or is it the other professionals that are supposed to reach out to the fractional family No, office? I think it would be the family office re reaching out. You and, know. And, and have a conversation about yeah. not only you know, why you do what you do, but also understanding, because each client is different. They have different personalities and different goals and objectives. Right. Wouldn't that be something? It, they should not be cookie cutter plans, right? Yeah. It should not be a one size fits all because each client has, has different things. And like you talked about understanding the advantages and disadvantage of, of all the different products, sometimes even the professionals have to be educated on the advantages and disadvantages because we were talking about it today, right? 412E plans, whatever it is for, for business owners. There's a lot of accountants that don't understand these types of plans. So just to help educate them rather than them going to a default no or the default like, oh, just do the 401k. Yeah, right? I, I think so. So what you're describing, I know there's wealthy people out there that, um, you know, they may not be able to, let's say if somebody's making two or three million dollars a year, to do a defined benefit profit share in 401k plan, the maximum amount of money you could actually put into that plan, I think they said today was about, you know, three, 300 and change each year. Yeah. No matter yeah. what your income is above, you know, you could make 100 million, the max you could do. Yeah. But there's people that need more write-offs than that, which falls into, okay, buy commercial real estate or buy a jet or buy a boat. Yeah. Like, you know, Charlie did, you know, he bought the boat, the yacht, <laughs> where he's going to lease it out. Until he can, of course, because yeah. we're in a recession. Yeah. But the point is, um, you know, that's where you get that dollar for dollar write off. But what about the recapture of that? What happens when you get that accelerated depreciation? Yeah. And now all of a sudden, the business that you're putting these different boats or planes in doesn't do what you thought it was going to do, and you have to sell it. Yeah. And and you're is gonna... that factored into the plan? I guess it. I mean, it should be. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, so I think that at the end of the day, communication, and that's what we're talking about right now. Yeah. The highest level of communication is the key. Yeah. When it comes to all of your planners, if you have the highest level of communication with all of your planners, meaning they all have to communicate for your benefit because you're paying them, they're not paying you. Right. That's the way you could ensure excellence. Now, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs vary in shapes and sizes. Some people are just great at making money. Yeah. But other people might not be as great. And they have to have a different approach on how they handle their money, yeah. especially, you know, 
buying all these Bitcoins and kryptonites and all this other stuff, yeah. those folks can't act on that speed and survive the other side of it like we're going through right now. Yeah. And that's kind of tying into what you're asking. Exactly. So I think the important thing is really to to understand all these different options that are out there for you and know that it's not a one size fits all, right? Exactly. Especially when it comes to retirement exactly. or, or, or savings, right? So, you know, one of, one of the big things, and, and we've talked about this before, um, savings levels were at the height. When, when was it? During the pandemic? When we had the most savings, yeah, uh, I think I think in December of 2019, um, we had a credit card debt nationally of 920 billion. Yeah, I think in the middle of COVID, let's call it December 2020, it was down to 824 billion. So there was a a reduction in credit card debt yeah. by about 100 billion that resulted in an increase incredible. of national savings that we hadn't seen in 30 or 40 years. Yeah. Why? Because people weren't leaving the house. They were getting printed money and things were going up. Yeah. Right? TikTok yeah. had some stocks and <laughs> other shit going up or yeah. you know, Bitcoins, whatever you want to call it. That's where the kryptonites were born. AMC, GameStop. That's where the kryptonites Wall began Street to, bets. you know, yeah. they, were predator, they were predators, right? And the, the, it was 10 feet of water and there was blood all over the place and the predators were going apeshit. Mm. And from there, though, we get back out of the pen. And by the way, what day was it announced that COVID was over? Did you? I when did. did that happen? I missed the announcement. There was no COVID. I haven't seen a mask. So, so. Oh, by the God. way, flu's back. Just, so, so yeah. my. So let's stay with this though. Yeah. It was uh, nine hundred and twenty billion in December, uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Down to eight hundred and twenty billion. Then uh, I think we just checked it. September thirtieth, two thousand and twenty-two. It's got credit card debt up yeah. to nine hundred and sixty billion, as I understand. Oh, nine hundred twenty-five billion. Yep. Right. Yeah. Which means all that savings that was created during COVID is now gone. But here's the scariest stat of all. Since September 30th until today, and we are right before Thanksgiving as this video is being done, the credit card debt skyrocketed an additional $250 billion in the last 57 days. That's Write it. that down. That is an economic, forget about the risk, that's an economic pandemic. Yeah. Of Spanish flu proportions. Yeah. Let me be clear about that. Yeah. As we're rolling into the holiday season, and if the, if the debt is just increasing before, this is before Black Friday, all the sales and everybody out, yeah. right? Like, And all the sales are going to be paid for with credit card. Uh, yes. There's no money in savings. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, that That's a, a crazy thing. So if we tie it back to personal, personal finance yep. and, and what people can do, cash savings, you know, money in the bank or money under the mattress, like what should people be looking yeah. at or doing? Listen, I think people should learn how to create their own financial bank. I think they should learn how to get multiple use of each and every dollar the way the bank does. There's ways of mimicking that. And if you want to learn more, go ahead and click the link below. You know, pick a time for, for us to have a call with you. We are not going to sell you anything. It's an educational call and share with you some of the trade secrets on how some of our more, I'm not gonna use the word wealthy, more successful clients utilize money, especially right now in this economic winter where they're high stepping through the recession, either buying businesses, financing their own debt and getting multiple use of each and every dollar. Yeah. We'd love to sit down with you and show you what that looks like. We also have another link where it's the you know financial freedom map, right? Yeah. Go ahead and click that link and it'll take you on a journey to see not only where you wanna go when it comes to your money on a map, but where you are. A lot of clients don't know where they are. If you could identify where you are and then re-engineer back on how to get to where you want to go, which is what we will help you with, yes. 
including connecting all your financial professionals, reach out to us. We'd love to sit down and take you through the process. No obligation. Yeah, I, I think those are the perfect resources for them to start to on that journey of personal finance or personal wealth, right? Because they've been searching it out. Get a little more education. Click the link. Talk to an advisor. And, and like you say all the time, that a romance without a finance is a nuisance. And right now, I think there's a lot of nuisances going on. It's a word I just made up. But, <laughs> you know, I'm sure when you go home at night, if the money ain't right, you know, shit's probably getting real tight. Anyway, thank you for checking us out. We're here yeah. to bring more information and dropping nuggets daily as well. Go ahead. Click that link. Subscribe. Everything you can think of and tell a friend. And by the way, if there's any other videos you want us to do, let us know in the comment section. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.